Broadcasting from London, Ontario, Canada to the rest of the world, it's Ask the Top. Thank you very much for tuning in to yet another edition of Ask the Top. Whether you're listening to this episode on ChrisTomplack.com, TWM.news, or TheReactionRoom.com, to steal a line from Daniel Bryan's retirement speech, I am grateful. On this edition of the program, my thoughts on WWE Fastlane, short and sweet. Highlights. From Raw and SmackDown, the road to WrestleMania, weeks away. Counting down the days, can't wait. The five greatest intercontinental champions of all time, Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame, and why Emelina and that gimmick ended so quickly. Great news this week. One of the greatest heels of all time will finally take his rightful place in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yes, ravishing Rick Rude will join the already stacked 2017 class headlined by the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. It's true. It's damn true. DDP is a part of that. The Rock and Roll Express, Beth Phoenix, Teddy Long. I'm digging it. Great class. And he deserves it. I mean, perhaps he'll make my list for the top five greatest intercontinental champions of all time. He had a great reign. I've always been a huge fan of him. I think, as I said, one of the greatest heels in the history of pro wrestling. I'd put him probably top five. I mean, I still would put Piper at number one, but Rick Rude's got to be up there because the women loved him. The men wanted to be him, but he was so easy to hate because he just oozed with arrogance, right? During his Monday podcast, Shaq revealed that discussions with the WWE to appear at WrestleMania have started Yet again. Now, he was quick to say, hey, it wasn't me who stalled these discussions that made them kind of fall apart. Now, he has been tentatively scheduled to face the big show, and that would still be the plan if these negotiations pan out. I'll be honest, I'm not really thrilled about that match. Having Shaq involved will, of course, bring more attention to the match and WrestleMania as a whole, because, of course, you know that they're going to have the footage, they're going to air it on Sports Center and basically everywhere else. I don't believe it's going to lead to any more eyes watching the event itself. But again, more media coverage. And that's exactly what the WWE wants. I would be hard-pressed to give Fastlane a passing grade. I don't think I can. We had some good matches. Neville versus Jack Gallagher, along with Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn. But, I mean, the show was full of filler. And a predictable ending to the main event really just was a buzzkill for me. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Both Goldberg and Lesnar don't need the universal title. They don't. They're both over, right? I mean, Brock Lesnar is considered one of the greatest attractions in pro wrestling history. Goldberg, for whatever reason, with him, I guess WCW is alive and well. Kevin Owens had a reputable title reign. Did a great job. Better than most people thought he would. And he deserved more than a 21-second beatdown. Would have loved to see a title match, I guess title versus title, I should say, between Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Imagine that at WrestleMania. Would have loved it. Speaking of Chris Jericho, highlights from the week 
2017, and Chris Jericho is more relevant than ever. I've called him the David Bowie of professional wrestling because he's a chameleon. He's adaptable. And in my humble opinion, one of the most adaptable talents in pro wrestling history. Look at how he has transitioned with time, right? He's done quite well for himself. Still relevant. Brock Lesnar finally getting the better of Goldberg with an F5. I loved that moment. I didn't want to see Goldberg continue to just beat him down, right? It was pathetic. So Goldberg takes the F5. He's holding the title the entire time, which was incredibly awkward. But a great distraction from the great, the Messiah on the microphone, Paul Heyman. The showdown between The Undertaker and Roman Reigns. I loved that moment. Because it's a bit of a twist. You know, you have Braun Strowman come out to the ring. Roman Reigns shows up. Strowman bails. Actually, it was Taker, mind you. It was Taker that showed up. And then Roman Reigns came down and basically said, this is my yard. Taker stares at the sign, of course. Choke slam. It's over. That's the match we're going to see. And I'm almost 100% sure Roman Reigns will go over. And here's the thing. I hate to admit it, but it's probably the right call. Roman Reigns will be a monster heel if he defeats The Undertaker at WrestleMania 33. He's young and he still has a lot of life left in the company. So it does make sense from a booking standpoint, as much as I hate to admit it at times. Neville versus Rich Swan for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Great match on Raw. Dug that. They let them go. They gave those two some time. And it was worth it. How about Austin Aries elbowing Neville in the face after the match? He's back. Double A. Love that guy. Biggest star on 205 Live. His first match was just a couple of nights ago. Randy Orton versus AJ Styles to determine the number one contender. Amazing match. Those two could headline any WrestleMania together. Awesome chemistry. Would love to see it again. Lived up to the hype because Randy and AJ were both salivating over the smash. They thought, we're a match made in heaven together. And they were. The build towards Baron Corbin and Dean Ambrose continues. I think it's, they're doing a great job with that. Makes sense. And it's almost inevitable at this point that a match between the two will take place at WrestleMania 33. Becky Lynch and Natalia versus Mickey James. And, uh, or sorry, yeah, I think I mixed that up there, but that was still a good match, too. That, that take team match. I enjoyed that one. Anxious to see what happens at WrestleMania with Alexa Bliss. Let's get to your questions because I talked about my highlights from the week. I think I covered most of them. I want to answer your questions. That's what this show is all about after all. And as always, if you do have a question that comes to mind at any point in time, tweet me at Chris Topblack. There's Instagram at Chris Topblack. I'm on Google+. I'm on VK. I'm on Periscope. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Snapchat. I'm basically everywhere social media related. So send me a question and I will answer it and address it here on the program. Tommy via Google+, what have been your thoughts on this road to WrestleMania. Okay, I'll start from the beginning. We are less than one month away from WrestleMania 33. 
And as of last week, I'll focus on last week. That's why I said at the beginning, only two matches were formally announced. Bray Wyatt versus AJ Styles or Randy Orton. Of course, we found out it was Randy Orton, and that was for the WWE Championship. And Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. That was it as of last week. Now, of course, many more matches have come together since then. And, of course, many more are rumored. But, I mean, you should have more than two matches already established and formalized during the latter part of 2016, or immediately following the Royal Rumble. Two matches as of last week. That's insanity. Of course, many more were announced. Of course, now Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton for the championship. Goldberg is now the universal champion, so he's taking on uh, Brock Lesnar. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens has been formalized for the United States Championship. Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson taking on Enzo Amore in Big Cass, and also, of course, in that match, Cesaro and Sheamus. Alexa Bliss versus all available SmackDown women competitors. Quite the tall task ahead of her. And, of course, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which I just assume Braun Strowman's going to walk through that. Seven matches announced. Seems as though AJ Styles versus... Shane McMahon is going to happen. Did you see that clip after SmackDown went off the air? It's on WWE.com in case you missed it. They also featured it on Talking Smack. Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker will be announced. And of course, perhaps Shaq versus The Big Show. So I suspect there's still about four or five matches left to be announced. But still, I mean, they're cramming this in at the very last minute. I never thought the WWE were such procrastinators all these years ago, right? They actually had this great build, but uh, they, they really kind of shot themselves in the foot here. And I, I'm just quite sick of these being established one month out. I, there's a couple different reasons as to why. First, oversaturation of pay-per-views certainly contributes to that trend. But most of it belongs to bad booking in the creative team that just tries to jam in too much in just such a short period of time. So that's really my thoughts about the road to WrestleMania. Disappointing overall. I do believe the WrestleMania 33 will either live up to or surpass expectations. For some reason, I feel like last year it did not. This year, I think it will. They'll make up for it. So yeah, my thoughts on WrestleMania 33 promises to be a great show, but the road to WrestleMania has been under construction for far too long. Pun intended. Frank via Facebook Top five greatest IC champions in order. Oh, that's tough. I'm doing this right on the spot, too. Uh, I'm going to go honorable mentions to Rick Root and Shawn Michaels. I'm still debating putting them in my top five, but honorable mentions to both of them. Five, Bret Hart. Four, Razor Ramon. Three, Mr. Perfect. Two, just due to the fact that he's had, what, nine IC title reigns? Chris Jericho. Number one for me. And I'll explain this too. Randy Savage. When Randy Savage was the IC champion, it was at its highest level of importance. And it was arguably even more important than the world title. So I have to put Randy Savage at number one just because he made that title so important and he dictated what happened years later, right? Because it was always, quote unquote, the worker's title. Savage established that. Another honorable mention, too. How about Pedro Morales, right? 
Cody Rose, there's many others, but that's my top five. Bret Hart, Razor Ramon, Mr. Perfect, Chris Jericho, Randy Savage at number one. That's my order. I'm sticking to it. Hopefully you enjoy that one. Adam Cousins via Twitter. If WWE gave you a blank paper and gave you WrestleMania, 10 matches, any wrestler was available. Okay. So I won't make 10 matches. I'll give you five. John Cena versus The Undertaker. That makes sense. I think enough people are clamoring for that. I've said previously AJ Styles versus The Undertaker too, but I'll give John Cena the chance. How about Cesaro versus Nakamura? Oh, man. Or even Cesaro versus Kurt Angle if he was healthy enough. Oh, my God. How about AJ Styles versus Finn Balor? Who wouldn't dig that match? Tied into the whole Bullet Club aspect. Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens. I would love that, especially with Joe or Owens going over Lesnar, establishing the future. Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. The Shield collapses officially again. So that's probably about five off the top of my head. There's many more I would book, but those are some big money matches. The Don via Twitter. Will Chris Benoit ever be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? No, exclamation point, absolutely not. I've been asked this many times on Twitter. There's no way in, uh, it's just not going to happen. I'm actually frustrated when people ask me that question. Listen, Chris Benoit is easily one of the greatest in-ring technicians of all time. But he murdered his wife and son. I mean, come on. And before you say, well, Chris, they inducted Jimmy Superfly Snuka. I mean, he wasn't convicted at that point, right? It's not going to happen, guys. You got to get over that. I mean, he cannot be forgiven for those heinous acts. For those who still believe that there's a chance, let go of the pipe dream. It's never going to happen. Grace XX WWE slash rock music XX fan. Reactions to Cassius Ono's return to NXT. I'm thrilled to see Chris Hero, or should I say, Cassius Ono back in NXT. But I'll be honest, I detest that name. Since he left, Kevin Owens now has that KO gimmick. So I'm surprised they actually just didn't allow him to use the Chris Hero name. He's one of the best professional wrestlers on the planet today. So I hope he is given a fair chance in NXT. Truthfully, I hope he actually has a run with the NXT world title. Thoughts on Baron Corbin and what he might do next in the future. This is also from Grace as well. I'm assuming he's just going to continue his feud with Dean Ambrose. We saw that on SmackDown. He jumped Dean Ambrose, beat him down. Again, I believe that's going to lead to their WrestleMania match. Scott via Google Plus, talk about the new rivalry of Orton and Wyatt. Not so much a question, but a bit of a statement. Like most, I was patiently awaiting the inevitable implosion of the Wyatt family. And we witnessed it last week on SmackDown when Randy Orton burned down the Wyatt compound. In the words of Ron Burgundy, 
that escalated quickly. A great visual as well, too, as Randy Orton is posing with the flames in the background. I'm looking forward to their match at WrestleMania, and Randy Orton has been the most interesting recently that he's been in years. The Viper excels as an unpredictable character who basically allows his actions to do all the talking. Percy via Twitter. Why didn't Emelina pan out? I think you need to ask the creative team that. You mean that 22nd debut wasn't a home run? So the original plans for Emelina were scrapped due to the fact that WWE officials basically just lost confidence in her. They had this new gimmick, they had this concept, and they thought that Emma did not fit that mold. Which I think is very unfortunate because Emma is beautiful, she's incredible in the ring, and yet they just completely blew it off after weeks and weeks and weeks of anticipation. I thought that I would be old and gray by the time she debuted. So she shows up again, 20 seconds, and then she talks about how she's going to be Emma now, and it's over. So based on the recent Raw promo, she's going to go back to her recent gimmick of Emma, where she had Dana Brooke by her side, hopefully not again. But that's why Emmalina did not pan out, was because WWE officials just gave up on her. Far too soon, if you ask me. Thank you for your questions. That's it. That's a wrap. We're done. Another edition of Ask the Top is in the books. Again, if you have a question, all you need to do is send them to me via Twitter, Instagram, Google+, anywhere that you can find me. Send me your questions, and I will answer them here on the program. As the road to WrestleMania continues, I hope to get more of your questions and to answer them here on this show. And I actually pose a question for you that you can actually Shoot me a response to at Chris Toplak on Twitter. Are you excited for WrestleMania 33? Do you think it's going to exceed expectations? Do you think it's going to be dull? Or do you think it's going to actually fall below expectations? You let me know at Chris Toplak on Twitter. And until next time, happy trails to you until we meet again.